look at the reality of where we're at. We can also look at what has typically happened in a recession. Okay, so we've had uh, we've had a number of recessions. We had one in 80, uh, 87. Um, we had one in the nineties. Uh, we had uh, one in 97. Um, so we, we can begin to look at what we had. And I'm going to go to Zillow for this piece of information. Uh, and this was an article written back in August of last year. But it said, exclu excluding the Great Recession, annual home value appreciation across all states since 1997 have averaged 4.6% during times of economic growth, and 4% during recessions. So if you take out the Great Recession, and you put that into context as to what that really was, that was an oversupply of houses, and an uber-creative, see we didn't even have the word uber-creative going together in the Great Recession, but that was, that was getting creative on how people could buy those. The no-doc loans, the the negatively amortizing loans, the no payment for a year loans. I mean, all kinds of crazy stuff that was going on. And that was because we could see that we were getting into an area of oversupply, which should have led to naturally lower prices, but we got creative to consume that supply. Okay. So then we fast forward to now, we're in 2020. And where I live here in Idaho, we have less than one month's supply of residential housing for sale, okay? A healthy market, according to the experts, Realtor.com, uh, Zillow, those guys, they say that, that that needs to be at six months, okay? We currently have, uh, according to a statistic I read this morning, we currently have less than 350 houses on the market currently for sale in the greater Ada County area uh, in Idaho. And that is not even one month supply of sales. Okay. This is new. This is used. This is, this is everything we got that is currently listed on the MLS. And so when you take that lack of supply, you take it, historic interest rates. I mean, uh, mortgage bankers locked in at the 1st of March, uh, some refis at, in, in the threes. 3% mortgages, people, for 30 years. So you're locking in 3%. You, currently, you're somewhere between 45 and 5 the, As we know, the mortgage market in this week has just been all over the map, just absolutely all over the map. But at the end of the day, let's call it a 4.5% interest rate here in Idaho, a nice three-bedroom, two-bath home can be purchased for about $250,000 for the sake of argument. Because I know I'm going to get some emails that say, hey man, where'd you get your data? Well, it's out there. Definitely, definitely out there. So $250,000 house at a 4.5% mortgage is going to run you about $1,275. If you look at that back in 2006, 2007, where you were rocking steady at an 8%, that same house was going to cost you $1,834, okay? So we have 600 bucks there that's going to knock two-thirds of the first-time homebuyers out of the market. So then you're going to have a tremendous amount of supply come online. 
but we don't see rates headed for eight anytime soon. In fact, we see the Fed cutting rates, adding to the confusion of how low can you really go. So what I see is I do see a recession coming, but I don't see the recession involving real estate like most recessions don't involve real estate. Let me say that again. Most recessions do not involve real estate. So if you look at the one that happened in 2007, 2008, depending on your start date, that one was because of real estate. It was the subprime lending coming to, 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 to roost uh, the the mortgages that were negatively amortizing had done their business. They were back. They were coming coming to bear, and people couldn't afford them. People didn't understand them. Uh, and so, when you look at what we're what where we're at as far as a period in time, and everybody's everybody's questioning what in the world is real estate going to do? Well, I'll tell you what real estate is likely to do. It's going to shudder and it's going to shimmy as we all figure out what is happening next. But Everybody I've talked to, deals are still closing. Deals are still falling out also. But that was happening three weeks ago and three months ago because everybody that can buy a house is trying to buy a house. We've got inspections that aren't getting... Uh, there's there's items that the seller doesn't want to fix, so there's reasons to fall out. We're getting people that don't qualify. Uh, lender recently told me of a person that showed up at closing all ex extremely ecstatic uh, with a new car. And uh, that hit their credit. Uh, everybody looked at it, freaked out the day before, you know, uh, and, and, and that transaction didn't close because the person was rewarding themselves for buying a new house or buying a new car, but we didn't wait until the house was closed, right? So that one fell out. Fell out. So you're seeing all kinds of examples of, of things falling out of escrow, of, of things not closing, but little of it has to do with the actual virus that we're dealing with on a, on a global basis, okay? So when we think about what's really going on, copy break, when we take the time to truly process what is happening to our world, we realize several facts. We realize that we had an extremely hot real estate market before we discovered this virus, we realized that we had an extremely hot um, stock market and we had an extremely long run in upside, an extremely long bull market. Bringing those things together and, and putting those things out there leads us to a couple of conclusions. One is that we are still behind on the number of housing units needed to fulfill the needs of our nation. 